The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I am Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, a life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. And if you are a healthcare professional, you should definitely come find us in the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. Ton of support in there, especially at this time uh, when when y'all are working real hard. Yes. So come find us. Uh, Link is in the show notes, or you can just do a search on Facebook for the info. And then, of course, if you have any questions about this podcast, our programs, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, or just come find us on social media. We are both usually on Facebook and Instagrams. Yes. And you guys join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join. Just head on over to my website, kisaamaro.com and sign up there. Fantastic. All right. That's a good one. Let's move on to our topic of the day, which is the benefits and the power of pleasure. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the importance of paying attention to what brings us pleasure. We -hmm. will discuss why the word pleasure can seem like a dirty curse word and why it's extremely important to redefine what pleasure means so that we can pursue it the way that we were meant to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, quick, quick intro to this, right? Growing up, I thought the word pleasure was a dirty word. It's interesting, right? Cause even saying it here, like pleasure, right? I want to be like, <laughs> I want to say it in like a sexy voice, right? Cause pleasure right. for me growing up was always equated with sex and sexual acts, which was a totally taboo subject being raised in the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And the message that I received was that anything related to sex was sinful. Mm-hmm. So any behavior related to sex, any thoughts about sex, any enjoyment from anything that had anything to do with sex, sinful, bad, going to hell. Right. So even if you didn't grow up with that same experience, the truth is that our culture um, has grown in kind of an Anglo-Christian point of view perspective, Mm -hmm. and that culture has suppressed and shamed anything that had a hint of sexuality. Women in particular have suffered from being told that their bodies are guilty of making men think about sex and therefore need to be covered and hidden. And this has obviously been extremely dangerous for a variety of reasons, including most importantly, rape culture, where women dressing or acting in a certain way is a valid excuse for men to act aggressively. As if a man being turned on by a woman gives them full rights to following through on an action because they can't help it. Right. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. So there's a lot to this topic, right? Yes. Definitely. And we n- cannot cover it all. <clears throat> so the part we're here to talk about today 
is only a small piece, but an extremely important one. Um, okay, so there's a lot to this topic, and obviously we can't get to all of it today. But the part we are here to talk about today is only a small piece, but a very important one, right? Extremely important. Because pleasure has been deemed to be a quote unquote dirty word, right? Because sometimes it can mean sexual pleasure. Sadly, the result of this has been a culture of pleasure avoidance. And so there's like this special kind of praise and satisfaction that's expressed when a woman is able to tolerate a great deal of pain or get by with nothing or Mm -hmm. stay right on that line of like usefulness and necessity. Um, Never straying onto the side of wastefulness or extravagance. And it's so interesting, like looking up, um, you know, just kind of thinking about pleasure and like definitions of and... um, when the word extravagance came up, I think that's another word where it's like, ooh, over the top, right? Dirty, yeah. not good. Right. Um, the, the, the terms like, I don't need it, or I can go without, or they need it more, right? Mm-hmm. These are very common mantras of folks who have very good intentions, however. Yeah. And what about, um, the thing I always think of is like, oh, what will people think? Mm, what will like worried think? about people like think that I'm like uh, selfish or um, extravagant, right? <laughs> you know. So that's another. It's so common, so common, and obviously, you know, we're not here to say that those things are bad, right? Minimalism, right. I'm actually super interested in, right? Because I think we mm-hmm. do have a lot of waste of like plastic and things, um, like overuse of fabrics for clothing, like those kinds of things, right? I'm not saying minimalism or frugalism are bad necessarily. What I am saying, what I am saying is that if we don't look at the underlying reason for touting those messages, we may be missing very important information in our lives. Because what I found in my own life is that my drive to like get by with nothing, to not need anything, right? To save a few dollars, to get a deal, Mm -hmm. to give in to other people's wishes all of the time was Mm -hmm. a huge part of my disconnect with my husband, my friends, my family, and in particular, my own body. Yeah. And if I had been doing this because it felt good and right, it would have been a very different story. But truthfully, I was driven by an underlying belief that giving into my own pleasure was selfish and therefore wrong. Yeah. And I think it's really it, selfish. Right? Selfish like is such what, an yeah. interesting word. Yeah. That's how I see it. <laughs> and right. And it's all to make other people happy, even if it mm-hmm. meant a constant overriding of my own wishes and desires was the right thing to do. Right. You got to keep the people happy, right? Keep everyone happy, even if it means just squash it, whatever it was that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I first started to take a look at the way I viewed pleasure when I was introduced to the work of Mama Gina. And I say her name because I have never run into anybody else who like talks about pleasure this way. And she's super fun. She like, she runs these whole workshops where it's like theaters full of women, just like enjoying each other and themselves and talking about pleasure and like including sexual right that's not off the table people Mm -hmm. just because sex and pleasure are connected sometimes doesn't mean it bad or dirty 
um, but pleasure in like all senses of the words. And so she is fascinating, super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found her in like the mid two thousands, my friend worked with her and she sent me her book. Um, she wrote a book entitled using the power of pleasure to have your way with the world or how to use the power of pleasure. And I freaking love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, it was the first time I even just heard the word pleasure used in an open, free or positive way. Yeah, definitely. And I remember when you introduced that book to me too, Mary, yes. and I kind of had that same experience as far as like pleasure was always kind of like a bad taboo. You didn't really talk about it. And then all of a sudden she's just like opening it up as like this amazing thing. And right. let's and do it. Like amazing, <laughs> like in a quote unquote selfish way. And I'll talk about no. selfish later, but like in a, we have, like, this is literally important important and like life-changing and Mm. (laughs) world-saving right yeah so interesting like you can go down that rabbit hole it's I really encourage it Mm -hmm. um and so she had no shame or embarrassment that was the thing that really hit me at first right like no shame or embarrassment no like uh, like mm, we're just (laughs) gonna talk about pleasure and sex really quick (laughs) right right? Like really strong argument for the opposite, that pleasure is extremely important. And so that's what we want to talk a little bit about. So we're going to talk about why pleasure is important, because when we push our own desires to the side to make other people happy or to keep them from being upset, it seems like such a virtuous thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like saintly almost, I feel, right? Like that's what good people do is they make other people happy. Yeah, it's the right (laughs) thing to do. Yes. The truth is when we do that, um, we become resentful, passive aggressive and pompous. Uh, we shame other women for pursuing their pleasures. We mock anyone who is quote unquote wasteful or extravagant, right? With their money or, you know, people who like spend money on a thing that just like really brings them pleasure. We mock them. And I always think about this story, um, you know, a time, oh God, I think I was still in maybe high school. Anyway, my mom, I were just, I don't know why we were talking about this. God only knows why we got onto this subject, right? But she told me that she hadn't bought a bra in years. Mm-hmm. And her point in doing so, right? She was like, yeah, you know, I can make do without, you know, and I spend all my money on you guys. And, and she was saying it with such pride, mm-hmm. like she was fulfilling a duty, And like, as if I would be really, really happy to hear it. And the truth is, I didn't want my mom to get me things at the expense of herself, right? Mm -hmm. Like I would have traded anything to spend time with her in those moments, those rare moments when she was just so full of joy. And, you know, if you all know my mom, she is, she is a very joyful person. You know, this was a period of time when I think, you know, she had six kids. And so there was a lot of giving, giving. saving money, you know, making home cooked meals. Cause that, right. Like there was a lot of giving of herself. And so those moments when she was just like really full of joy, really able to like experience pleasure, I would give anything right for those moments. Um, you know, she had just been like wearing herself down so much time taking care of us that she had become a pretty angry and impatient in those times. Mm. Right. There was a lot of friction in our house and So what I want to say is from that perspective, we think we're doing something right for other people 
But if you look at it from the other side, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want her to like sacrifice everything for me. Right. I wanted her to experience pleasure and joy because when she experienced pleasure and joy, we experience pleasure and joy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when we pursue pleasure and joy and like things that feel good, we start to create this glow inside of us that just like extends outward onto other people. Yeah. It's so amazing. Um, so we've got kind of just like a, a list of other reasons why pleasure is beneficial, right? So pleasure is good for our health. Did you know that folks? Right. What? Mm, little hit of those, those good endorphins, right? Keep mm-hmm. us, keep us out of depression, right? Seeking out things that feel really good. Um, it's good for our mental health. It's good for our physical health. Uh, we were talking in the last podcast about pursuing like exercise that feels good in our bodies. The only way to know if it feels good, right? Is if it like feels pleasurable, right? Like dance and movement and those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, pleasure is good for our spiritual health, no matter what you believe, no matter what religion, beliefs, what your experience is. For your spiritual health, pleasure is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when we pursue pleasure, when we are brave enough to do what feels good to us, we end up staying much truer to ourselves. And you, you know, you'll, you'll know when you're not being fake in order to make other people happy, right? You're not getting the haircut that your mom wants you to get. You're not wearing the clothes <laughs> that your boyfriend wants you to wear. Mm-hmm. You're get, cutting your own hair and wearing, you know, not cutting your own hair. I don't know. Maybe don't <laughs> cut your own hair unless you're a hairstylist. But you're getting the haircut Choose. that you really want. Yeah, you're choosing your own haircut. You're <laughs> choosing your own haircut. <laughs> right? Dressing yeah. the way that makes you feel good. Yeah. And then you can really show up in an authentic way. Right? Like, you know those people who are just like, oh, you don't like this shirt? I don't care. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it brings them joy and they are so fulfilled that you're like, they're like a magnet, right? You want to be like, mm-hmm. be near them. Um, oh, I love this one. Okay, guys, this is very important. When we know what we want, right? The things that bring us pleasure, when we know that we can tell this to other people. And this is like a beautiful secret, right? Because other people are very bad at guessing what we want, Mm -hmm. especially when we already don't know what we want. Oh, definitely. I used to think about this, right? Like I didn't know what I wanted for my birthday. And so I I wouldn't say anything to anybody, right? I'm like, oh, I just don't know. But like in the back of my mind, I was hoping that somebody would like surprise me with the thing I did really want. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They never did. (laughs) Yeah, I learned fairly quickly to like be very specific. If somebody asked me like, what do you want? Like for your birthday, for Christmas, to be very specific. Yeah, because totally. you never know what you're going to get. It could be something like off the wall that you're just like, I have no use for this. I don't want this, you know? So it's like. <laughs> and it's because we don't even know what we want yeah. at the time. Yeah. Right? If you don't know what you want, how is somebody yeah. else supposed to guess what you want correctly? Yeah. That and also, a, yeah, I want to add that your husband or wife or spouse or partner cannot read your mind. They do not have that ability. So I know it's a really, I'm sorry, guys. It's a bummer. 
it's a bummer. So if you tell them what you want, Mm -hmm. you're more likely to get what you want. Yes. Yes. Than them guessing. Very important. Um, so go ahead. Yeah. So, um, for me, I've noticed that when I have pleasure in my life, I'm a more patient person and I enjoy mm-hmm. being around other people and I enjoy being around my daughter and my husband, yes. um, coworkers. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important to um, schedule it and have it in your life and to create just like that, um, that patience in yourself. Yes. I find this understanding. All the time. I work with couples Mm -hmm. and I will tell you the ones that don't pursue things that they really love, especially when they know that like, they really want to go like spend time with friends, but they're like, Oh, they won't like it. Yeah. Those relationships, right. It's really important because there's so much resentment gets built up when we don't pursue the pleasure in our own lives. Right. Cause when we're not being responsible and then we blame Mm -hmm. it on somebody else, those Mm -hmm. relationships don't do well. That was me, by the way, not saying your, your marriage is doomed, (laughs) (laughs) just really important to think about it now, right? Like, are you putting your pleasure aside for your partner, for your kids, right? Those Mm -hmm. we build that resentment and it really starts to show up. Yeah. Um, I love this one. You know, so many of us are like pursuing our purpose in life. You know, we, we talk about like Mm -hmm. the things that are going to fulfill us, right. Mm -hmm. A job that's going to feel good. We want to like go to work and feel good about our lives. And I think it's really interesting that pursuing pleasure, right. Finding the things that actually bring you joy. Like you have to go experience those things and allow yourself to have the space to pursue them. And that will lead you closer. Well, and we've talked about purpose before, right? Like, I think we are currently living our purpose, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to find a job, say that, that you really feel good about pursuing your purpose, will get you closer to that. When we follow what we love, it will lead us closer to a life worth living. Mm -hmm. Um, when we experience pleasure, um, it creates a better relationship with ourselves. Yeah. You know, it kind of ties into like, understanding your purpose, finding your purpose, but you under like it, when you know what you want and you know, what makes you happy, you just understand yourself better. Definitely. It's, it's just so a kind. Great, yeah. It's very kind. It's being very kind to yourself. And I think, um, especially like with clients that I work with are wrapped up in like, like we just talked about diet culture, they're wrapped up in like losing weight and hating themselves Mm -hmm. and they think if they hate themselves enough they'll lose the weight and then they'll be happy (laughs) yeah then they'll be happy of course um but really we need to like respect and love ourselves in order to make any kind of change um but so adding in this pleasure and doing things you love and respecting yourself it just builds on that relationship with ourselves definitely Um, and then we also create a long-term well-being versus pursuing instant gratification. And so what I mean by that is that 
um, like this instant gratification, um, you would, you know, you can think of as like binging on Netflix, eating, um, a whole chocolate cake, drinking. So whatever is going to give you like that instant rush and that instant pleasure. Um, but like this long-term well-being is like when we do little things over time that give us pleasure and make us happy, then though that instant gratification, we don't need that as much. Yeah. So once again, like if I, you know, working with people who binge eat or overeat, they're, they're getting pleasure from eating that food essentially. So by creating other ways, like other forms of pleasure in their life, that's just giving us this like natural form of pleasure versus like this concentrated form of pleasure. It's, it's just giving us this long-term well-being. Yeah. I love that. So like planning ahead to have pleasurable activities, pleasurable experiences. And then it's like, we don't need. Yeah. That, you know, cause in a binge, sometimes I felt like it's like, I got to fill that hole with mm-hmm. this food. And like so something's ready. missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so building those experiences, that pleasure into your life, mm-hmm. like that's just not necessary. Yeah. that just helps support you. Yeah. And you know, this last one, I really want to take a look at it, right? Mama Gina says that women who pursue pleasure will rule the world. And I want to just kind of use our imaginations for a little bit, right? I want to picture those women and, you know, men and women, right? Like I know there are men listening. I think just sometimes women in general have been pushed to, to sacrifice our pleasure, right? In the pursuit of a good and right life. And I want you to envision some of those people, some of those women who just truly are full of joy and pleasure because they take care of themselves and because they know what they love. And so they do the things that they enjoy. Those people are powerful, right? They have a magnetism to them. They have, um, you know, it's not selfish, right? Quote unquote, selfish. It's like, it's for everyone because Mm -hmm. when I'm around those people, they make me feel good. And then they make really good decisions because it's like for the pleasure of all the people, it's like, those are the people I want running for president, right? Like who truly know themselves and who truly care about people. We would talk about pleasure. You know, we're not talking about doing things that feel good at the expense of all of the people right? This is not about meanness or cruelty, right? Like, well, I don't, I don't care what you like. I'm just going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, no, but like this thing that I really want is important. And so let's put that on the table as one of the options, right? Like, let's really, let's really make this, let me make what I want super important as well as what you want is really important. And then let's make decisions. Let me do those things knowing that it's important right? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing, not cruelty, meanness, like not putting other people down, but like those people, I want them to be in charge of us. Yeah. Me too. So we've just kind of like distilled some of this down into Mm -hmm. five tips to help you get a little bit more pleasure in your life. And so the first tip is to get a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you've learned about pleasure. I think we have a lot, we just have a lot of stories 
a lot of cognitive, you know, a lot of cognitive distortions about what pleasure is. Um, and so kind of ask yourself the question, right? Like, what have you been taught? What are your examples? What comes to mind when you think about pleasure? Just kind of get clear on like, what's going on in there, right? Like clear out, clear out the mind. The second tip is to plan ahead. And this one sounds weird, <laughs> but truly this one has been life-changing for me. So recently I've been using a different planning method for my week. Like you all know that I, I really like to plan ahead. It helps me be really productive. I get a ton of stuff done and I don't do it like feeling exhausted all of the time. So the first step in this, in this method is to figure out, right, makes sense, figure out all the things that you have to do and write them all down. The second step is very difficult. So before you do anything else, you're supposed to plan all of the fun, all of the pleasurable activities into your week first. This is before you write down your work week, right? Before you write down anything else, your to-do list, your like chores you got to do, the errands you have to run, right? Like when are you going to watch a movie with your kids? Mm -hmm. um, when are you going to take the dog for a walk? right? What are the pleasurable activities and put them into your calendar first? Those are like concrete, solid. Those don't move. Those are so important. And then everything gets scheduled around them. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to not do this step, but it's yeah. been really great, right? Because it like is. we were talking about before, you fill yourself up with pleasure. You don't need to fill yourself up with all of these other short-term dopamine hit types of things. Yeah. And you have, I just feel like you have more to give. In, in my, mm. in my experience, I have more to give when I'm full. Yep. I think so too. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. what, is, they, oh, what is the book called? I don't remember something about filling your bucket, but I always think about that term, mm. right? You got to fill your bucket before you fill other people's buckets. There's like, is that a children's book you're talking about? It is about? a children's book. Yeah. I, I know exactly book. what mm -hmm. it's something like fill my bucket or fill your bucket. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you imagine, right, like everybody's got their own little wellness bucket, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, we like to give, you know, I want to, want to scoop some, some, some wellness, some pleasure into other people's lives, some goodness into other people's lives. But if we're not refilling our bucket, we got nothing to give. Nothing to give. <laughs> yeah. So tip number three, this one, um, I think sometimes we forget, right? You have to first know what brings you joy and pleasure. Mm -hmm. You might be out of touch with what things you might pursue in the name of pleasure. It is my experience that so many people I talk to are like, well, okay, but where do I start? Just no idea. Mm -hmm. And this is the best homework. Like this is so much fun, you guys, right? You just literally get to try everything. Like, do you like Chinese food? I don't know. How do you know unless you try it, right? You might hate it, but you might love it. You have to go try, right? Just go try all the things, painting, sushi, dancing. You mm -hmm. don't know if you like it until you try it, but you have to be willing to go experiment and pay attention and decide if you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And then go pursue those pleasurable activities. Yeah. Um, number four, I think is really helpful, especially in the beginning. So I like to think about how much joy you are going to give to other people, right? Sometimes it can be very hard to pursue pleasure because it feels selfish. 
it can be helpful to think about someone you love, right? Your, your child, your partner, a friend. When you are full of joy and light, you are going to bring joy and light to them. So then all of a sudden it becomes your job, right? If you're a people pleaser, this is very good news, right? If my whole job is to make other people happy, then I have to make myself happy first. <laughs> right. There you go. Right now it's your duty. You have to go do all the things that make you feel good, right? Because when you're yeah. a, a sunbeam of light, Truly, not a pretend one, not the false, I'm going to pretend that I'm in a good mood, mm -hmm. like truly full of like joy and pleasure and you've taken care of yourself, then you will change other people's lives. Yeah. And five, we talked about this a little bit before, right? Like once you know what you want, people don't have to read your mind anymore, right? If I know what I want for dinner, I can just simply plan ahead or tell somebody else instead of waiting for mm -hmm. them to guess correctly. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have that argument. I don't know. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? It's like, oh, I know exactly what I want. Let's put that on the table. Do you have something that you'd like? Let's discuss. Yeah. You know, so often they don't guess correctly. And then it's so interesting, right? I don't know what I want. I don't tell them what I want. So they don't guess correctly. And then I end up feeling unloved, undervalued, resentful. It's a very strange thing we do to yeah, ourselves and other people. It's like, guess correctly. You have to guess correctly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't love me. Right. Ooh, yeah. So we can just take care of ourselves. And then when you know what you want, you can go get it. And there's a lot less drama. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so people, I want you to go get your pleasure. I want you to be selfish because I think selfish is actually a very good thing. Yes. That's it. All right, friends. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for being amazing and awesome as always and listening in. Tune into our next episode. I don't know what we're talking about. Something amazing. It will be amazing. It will just be. Just, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> If you'd like to know more about us, and if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also contact me at my website at www.maryelisepreston.com, or you can find Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com, and that's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. If you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our, on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible, and we need your help to get our message out. And of course, if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews, click on write a review. I know it's a lot of steps and it's a pain in the butt, but you guys, it just helps us so much, so much. And we love you. Mm -hmm. That's all. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Adios.